on this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I am one of those strange unicorns you talked about on one of your podcasts recently who is interested in finding a cuckold relationship. I have a hard time dating looking for what I'm looking for, which is basically a cuck situation. I guess my question is, I honestly don't even know where to start besides online, and I don't even know if there's like a way out there to connect people like us. I guess like I'm interested um, in the lifestyle, obviously, and there's just something about not being there, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, that is really hot. I wanted to mention, all your podcast episodes are great, literally amazing, but when I listen to your When She Goes Black episode, and it's focused on black men, this episode drives me up the wall to the ceilings. It literally made me go home early from work so I could masturbate and listen to it. The nature of this kind of relationship provides for so many opportunities for you to kind of kind of rub it in his face a little. <laughs> I love that. Like for cucks, the rush of sexual energy or cuck angst is everything that he needs and wants to feel sexually satisfied. And in that way, it is equal to how sexually satisfied his wife is. feel ashamed of that side of me if feeling if being a slut is being sexually empowered or embracing your sexuality as a woman then I'm okay with that and other women should be okay with that too this whole idea that cucks are weak is bullshit and if if there's any just one thing that you take away from today's episode I want it to be that that this idea of cuckolds being weak, pathetic losers is bullshit. <laughs> Welcome to the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. get into the topic for today. I have a few things to talk about that I'm so, so, so excited about. The first one, I was recently a guest on the Savage Lovecast podcast with Dan Savage, who is just amazing. And that podcast has been a weekly podcast ever since 2006. It's like one of the biggest podcasts in the world. And it's like a call-in 
uh, show where he, is he answers questions from listeners. And one question came in about cuckolding. So he uh, invited me to be a guest on the show. And I had such a blast <laughs> being able to to chime in and talk about cuckolding on like such an enormous platform. And I'm so, so super grateful. Uh, so if you want to go to savagelovecast.com, it's episode number 722. Yeah, it's a huge podcast. And you want to actually listen to the Magnum version of the podcast because that's the one with the guests on it. So yeah, check it out. Oh my God, it was so, so, so much fun. Okay, the next thing I want to talk about is the pillow talks. And some of you might already have heard about these. I haven't actually announced them on the podcast before, but I have talked about them on Twitter. Um, I started back in like May of this year, wanting to feel like I, I really wanted to connect with and socialize and get to know people. And I just want to, you know, I think we were all kind of craving that kind of social interaction. So I decided to start doing some live casts. And I've done maybe like once a month, once every other month, something like that. So I've done a few of them now. And basically what it is, is it's open to any of my Patreon supporters. So if you go to patreon.com slash Venus Cuckoldress up pops my page and it's your way of supporting the podcast. And one of the perks of that is that you get access to register to the, for these live casts and, um, they are awesome. <laughs> it's like a really kind of casual Q and a format, ask anything kind of discussion chill kind of thing where I'm on video and you're, you know, seeing me, listening to me and submitting questions. And then there's like a chat where you can, you know, chat with other people who, who are listening as well. And it's always awesome. But last night I did a pillow, a pillow talk and I invited a couple of other cuckold dresses up on screen and it was kind of like impromptu kind of just go for it. And Oh my God. <laughs> it was great. Not only were we laughing so much and it was just a blast, but it was some really interesting conversation as well. There's something for me that's so gratifying and being able to watch other women speak about this lifestyle with so much love in the same way that I do. And oh, I loved it. Like it, it was just great. So anyway, if you're interested in supporting the podcast, uh, go to Patreon. And then when I do a pillow talk episode, um, I, which is live, I will, uh, beforehand send out a message to all my Patreon supporters that one is coming up and you should register. So yeah, that's pillow talk, new, fairly new function that I have going on. The other new feature that I want to talk about is something that I added to my website, venuscuckoldress.com. There's a page on there that says Ask Venus. And basically what it is, you go there, you press this button that says record, and you have up to five minutes, which you don't need to take five minutes, but <laughs> it just gives you some a little, a little bit of time um, to just ask a quick question or make a comment or have some feedback or something like that, something that you'd like to say about the podcast. And I may or may not use it on the show. This is brand spanking new. It's open to anybody. You can go ahead. You don't have to put any identifying 
information about yourself on there. Um, you can just, you know, press record and boom, send it off. And I've had a few people submit some things, which it's been like really interesting because it's all sorts of things. And today I'm going to get into a few of the recordings that I have received so far. And after that, I'll get into the topic for today, which is misconceptions about cuckolding, everything you thought you knew about cuckolding or common stereotypes about it. And so I'm going to dive right into that and make sure that, you know, there's some clarification there. Like what actually is it? All right, let's get started. First off, I had someone who submitted something on the Ask Venus page and a voice clip. And it was a woman and she asked me, where to find guys who are into this. I was like so happy to get this because it is extremely rare for me to be approached by women who are single and are looking for something like this. It's usually almost always guys. And so when I heard this, I was like, oh my God, yes, (laughs) super happy. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip and then I'll, I'll get to answering it in just a moment. Hey, Venus. I am one of those strange unicorns you talked about on one of your podcasts recently who is interested in finding a cuckold relationship. And apparently people have a hard time finding them. And I have a hard time dating looking for what I'm looking for, which is basically a cuck situation. So not quite sure how to go about finding what I'm looking for. I know that there's men out there. You talk about them. I've looked, but I'm just so disappointed in Tinder and all those online things. So I just, I don't know if I'm just picky or what, but um, it just seems like it'd be pretty easy to find me, you know, somebody who'd be into the lifestyle, but You can find cute guys, but not that are into what I'm into. So I guess my question is, I honestly don't even know where to start besides online. And I don't even know if there's like a way out there to connect people like us. So it would be a good idea if there was. But um, I guess I am that unicorn. So anyway, that's kind of what I was just throwing back at you and figure maybe you might have something to say about it. But um, anyway, thanks for letting me ask. And I hope you're doing well. Thanks for everything you're doing. You really uh, helped me open my eyes to some different types of relationships. So I appreciate it. Okay, so great question. (laughs) I'm going to start off by saying that Tinder is probably the most common place to look. And I do have some tips about that. So I would recommend actually buying Tinder Gold. And that way you can actually see who has swiped right on you already. Um, and it's helpful because if you f- if you do the following things, it might help you kind of sort through the guys who might be interested and the guys who are not without wasting your time having to connect with guys who you know, through conversation and time, you figure out they're not into it. So first of all, I would say get Tinder Gold, put a photo on as your main profile photo, your first photo on there. Um, have it be just um, a blank square. And in it, you just type something like, please read my profile. 
After that, you can put different photos of yourself, but have it so that that one actually pops up first. Because we all know guys don't even read the profiles most of the time. They don't. They just look at the pictures and decide swipe left or swipe right. But for this, it's really important that they know what you're into first. And so you do that for your profile photo. So hopefully they'll actually look at it first. And then in your bio, in your profile, um, you can write something like, I'm really interested in pursuing um, a non-traditional kind of relationship or an outside-of-the-box kind of relationship, however you want to say it without saying seeming too strange. I would avoid the word cuck or cuckolding or cuckoldress or anything like that. And I would just say, you know, looking for one-sided, open, non-monogamous kind of relationship and leave it at that. And then you can actually put at the bottom of your profile, if you think this is something that you're interested in, please swipe up. And swiping up is a super like. So it means that they've most likely read your profile and they're interested. And with, like I said, with Tinder Gold, you can actually, you have like a a separate list of all the profiles of the guys who have swiped right, but also it'll show you all of your super likes there too. So you can just go through there and decide, okay, who do I find attractive? Who do I not? For the guys you do kind of find attractive, you can swipe right on them right away, match and start talking to them. It just saves so much more time than having to kind of manually filter through all of these profiles to maybe get some hints about who might be open to it. I mean, you, you just don't know. And then, uh, and then trying to figure out like if they're, they're interested in it. So that would be my tip. Also with Tinder Gold, you can swipe in any city in the world. So I would highly recommend that you're most likely going to have to expand your search beyond your, you know, immediate vicinity. Like (laughs) this is something that is, Sure, it's common. You can find guys who are into this, but it's uncommon to be able to find somebody who, you know, checks off all the other boxes for a normal kind of relationship, like attraction and chemistry and all of those sorts of things. So you may need to just look a little bit wider (laughs) in your search. (laughs) That's definitely what I've had to do. Okay, here's another question from a listener that was pretty cool. Have a listen. Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm -hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. and I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom, or you're going for gold (laughs) in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. Hey, Venus. Um, 
I guess my question is, what do you prefer a cuckold to do? Would you rather him like be watching or would you rather him not be there and like telling him about it? I guess like I'm interested um, in the lifestyle, obviously. And there's just something about not being there, <laughs> as weird as it sounds, that is really hot. Um, and just like hearing about it or getting pictures. And I just want to like know your thoughts about it and any suggestions. Thank you. I get this question quite often, but I do love answering it because <laughs> it's it's fun to think about. Um, I think, and I'll talk about this later in the show about misconceptions about cuckolding. Most people do believe that like the first thing they think about it with, with cuckolding is that your boyfriend or husband is there watching. That seems like watching is like the focus of cuckolding in people's minds when it really, it is not. Um, there's so many different variations to it. And yeah, watching is whatever, it's fun. But not being there is super sexy too. Just the angst, I guess, that cucks feel about, you know, wondering what's going on, or maybe they get a picture, or maybe they get a text or something like that. But what's really fun, is, and I was talking with my friend Cuckoldress Anne about this last night, and Scarlett, um, we were talking about voice clips. Voice clips are so awesome. So sexy, so hot. Like he's, he's listening. He's imagining what's going on. He's listening to the way, you know, you're, you're moaning or you're, you're the, these little cues of, of, you know, your voice reacting to him and things like that. Like that is crazy hot. Plus the whole talking about it afterwards thing, just, you know, when you come home, to your boyfriend or husband and you just like even just the look on your face <laughs> those are the moments that are like incredible where you wouldn't necessarily have that if he was had joined you in that whole experience so yeah great question okay this is the last one i'm going to include for today there's more but i'll i'll put them on future episodes but this one is so funny it totally cracked me up the part where he said he had to go home from work early <laughs> Oh my God, too funny. Okay, have a listen. Hey, Cuckoldress Venus. I'm a Caucasian male here from Los Angeles. My name is Chris. My Twitter handle is 66FatBoy, at 66FATBOI. I wanted to mention, all your podcast episodes are great, literally amazing, but when I listen to your When She Goes Black episode, and it's focused on black men, this episode drives me up the wall to the ceilings. It literally made me go home early from work so I could masturbate and listen to it. I was wondering, since almost all of your listeners probably feel this way and really, really, really love the content about Queen of Spades and interracial cuckolding so much, that maybe we could set a weekly Patreon goal that if we reach, you could do a podcast strictly about Queen of Spades and BBC. Patreon is a healthy way for listeners to show support. And if there was an incentive that we might get Queen of Spades or BBC material, I think the numbers would look nice. <laughs> You're well aware of how much cucks love BBC. It would be so nice. We could show our support and get Queen of Spades podcast content. Once again, let me mention I'm so grateful for the show already. Just giving you an idea that we would love, probably. And thank you. I really do appreciate your work and I really feel like you're a pioneer. You're the best. Okay. <laughs> so funny. Oh my 
my god <laughs> i will say that that episode she goes black um on interracial cuckolding was and has been the most popular episode <laughs> there's definitely a lot of interest when it comes to interracial cuckolding so yes there will be more episodes on that topic don't you worry we don't need to start a patreon pledgeathon or anything like that but yeah super popular <laughs> Okay, now let's get started on the topic for today, which is misconceptions about cuckolding, everything you thought you knew about cuckolding. <laughs> and one of the biggest pet peeves I have is um, the people who have stereotyped cucks into being this like weak, pathetic loser. And fuck that. It is absolute bullshit. And uh, I think what, um, unfortunately, online cucks are traditionally portrayed, especially in porn, as, uh, and on Twitter, is somebody who is like weak, a loser, kind of less than a man, degraded, kind of doormat, who likes to wear women's underwear and likes to be, you know, the into like forced by kind of stuff or sissification or feminization that he likes to have this kind of like cruel degradation, lots of femdom kind of thing, lots of slave femdom kind of storylines and stuff like that. And um, a lot of kind of like kinky BDSM shit. And that is what cucks are portrayed as online. And it is honestly, that is such like a very small variant of cuckolding it is not real it doesn't represent real cuckolding out there i really don't think so um it's like oh, fuck. it's so frustrating because i've i've met guys before who are like i'm you know into cuckolding or hot wifing or whatever but i'm not a cuck because i'm a strong masculine alpha type of guy and i'm like yeah, well, okay, you're a cuck, but you just, you don't understand what a cuck actually is versus what it's portrayed as online. And unfortunately, this stereotype is really prevalent and it's pretty damaging because if people really kind of res respected and appreciated cucks in the way that they really are, there would be so much more kindness and accepting towards this whole lifestyle. But unfortunately, we have a lot of people who think a cuck equals weakness. And that's just not the truth. Cucks are strong in so many ways. Real cucks are like naturally wired for this. They're and, and they don't come at it from like a BDSM perspective. They basically just are regular guys who love this this kind of sexuality. And it's like a driving force for them. And they, you know, want a like a a long-term loving relationship just like normal but they want this part of it and and that's all and so they're they're not kind of like this weak beta kind of guy that people think cucks are most of them are just like average normal kind of like masculine alpha even type of guys um and they're very trusting they're very devoted partner they're a wonderful partner and they're usually like really good at communication because you have to be in this kind of relationship. They're emotionally incredibly strong. They're selfless, loving, and devoted. I mean, they're just fantastic. So this whole idea that cucks are weak is bullshit. And if 
If there's any, just one thing that you take away from today's episode, I want it to be that, that this idea of cuckolds being weak, pathetic losers is bullshit. <laughs> so anytime you see people kind of like spreading that stereotype, it's important to correct them because the fact that this is allowed to run rampant, this stereotype that is so damaging because like... I want people to understand what this lifestyle and what this kind of relationship is really honestly really like and not just the porn script or the fantasy or the, you know, jerk off material that's out there. So for all those cucks out there who don't want to call themselves a cuck because of this shitty fucking stereotype that's out there, just please know that I am more, at least I am working hard to try to correct that, to go back to the real meaning of a cuckold, which is something really beautiful, something really to be proud of. Okay, the next thing that really bugs me is people who think that humiliation within cuckolding is damaging to a person. I can understand why people think that way, because that word humiliation, it's unfortunate that we use that word within this context, because, you know, the way that we use that word within the English language is negative. And if you, you know, think about somebody telling a story about something horrific that happened at work, that was really embarrassing, and they say, Oh, my God, that was so humiliating for me. That's like, an awful thing, not something that you think you would want to have done to you or to have done to anyone else. And so there is this negative connotation to that word humiliation. And it sucks because that is not really what it is within this kind of relationship. It is not damaging. It's not hurtful. It's something that actually someone really wants. And so my friends on Twitter, their handle is at real cuckolding. The wife did a fantastic job of explaining humiliation in a post on my blog on venuscuckoldress.com. And the way she explained it was that humiliation within a loving cuckold relationship is an act of love. So giving your partner humiliation if he wants that and enjoys that is literally an act of love. It's not mean, it's not cruel, um, but denying him that part of him that he wants and needs in order to be fulfilled is being cruel, is being mean. And if you think about it that way, by denying what some your partner really, really needs from you is not a nice thing to do. You don't want to deny them that. So if he really loves and enjoys humiliation or teasing is what I, I like to call it more, then go for it. That's how you show somebody you love them. You love them for all of who they are and you accept them for all of who they are. And I think with humiliation, it's a lot, it's, it's not an easy thing for women to get used to, to doing because we're, you know, you have to get past that part in your brain where you think that it is something mean when really it's not, it's a, it's an act of love. And so a lot of women struggle with it. It's totally normal to just take a long time to just slowly work your way into it. And like there's things that you can do or say and stuff like that. But I will, I would love to point out the fact that within a cuckolding relationship, there are things within it that are so subtle that it's not even that you are trying to do it 
as a woman. You are, it's not even like you're purposely going out of your way to, to, to do this for your husband. It's just that like the nature of this kind of relationship provides for so many opportunities for you to kind of just kind of rub it in his face a little. <laughs> I love that. And so if we can change the terminology a little bit to teasing that, you know, teasing is like something fun, it's something sexy, then I think more people will be able to relate to this whole thing. But um, with hot wifing, typically, there's no overt kind of humiliation. And I have a really hard time wrapping my brain around the idea of a husband sitting there watching his wife fuck another guy in front of him and him not feeling some sort of cuck angst about it. I get it that some people are really, you know, adamant that this is all about compersion and I just really get off on seeing my my significant other pleased. I totally understand that part. But I have a hard time believing that at no point in that process, you don't feel any sort of cucky feelings. <laughs> so I think that's for another episode where I might explore that a little bit more and maybe get some feedback from some people because I don't know, maybe all guys in hot wifing relationships are actual cucks. They just don't like that word. Hmm. That's controversial. Anyway, humiliation is not damaging. Humiliation is an act of love. And it, if you think about it as teasing, it is really just a fun and sexy way of doing things. Hey, did you know that there's a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code TOPTIER2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Okay, the next thing I want to talk a little bit about is this idea or stereotype of women in this kind of relationship, that women are sluts or whores, whatever. And that this part kind of pisses me off because slut shaming is just really a bunch of bullshit. Um, but it is something that affects women greatly. Um, and then, so this idea that women kind of or men and women assume that women in this lifestyle are just total sluts is, is bullshit. Um, I would really like to change the definition of that word slut, or at least change the meaning in some way, because, um, it, it's always in my mind. It wasn't until I met my first cuck boyfriend, the word slut, I was like, Oh, I don't like that word. It's just like an insult. It's, it's, it's not nice. It's mean. Um, but then I met my first cuck and he was like, oh my God, being a slut or acting like a slut 
is a, like an amazing thing. He's like, I don't know how he would say this. He would say, I don't know how other guys don't love women who are slutty. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> why? <laughs> and so he really kind of opened my eyes when it came to that word. And then I really thought to myself, you know what? I'm not going to feel ashamed of that side of me. If feeling, if being a slut is being sexually empowered or embracing your sexuality as a woman, then I'm okay with that. And other women should be okay with that too. And so allowing the word slut to be used as, as something degrading or mean is really damaging to this lifestyle. It's damaging to women as a whole, I think. So Yes, women are slutty in this lifestyle, and we're fucking proud of it. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. In fact, more women should be. <laughs> with cuckolding relationships, this side of a woman is literally cherished, celebrated, loved, and encouraged. Her sexual exploration in and out of the bedroom is held in like super high regard, and I think that's incredible. She can be loved and accepted for wanting and needing sex with other men. And that should be okay. <laughs> and she can be loved and accepted for her ability to flirt with other men and, and enjoy it. And um, she can be loved and accepted for embracing this lifestyle as a whole. And I think for women, it's just... This kind of relationship, this kind of lifestyle is so good at allowing women to really gain confidence, their self-esteem. They want to feel, they, they can feel sexy. They can feel wanted. They can actually feel like they have the ability to ask for what they want for a change and demand what they want <laughs> and feel like they are being in control of their own sexuality. They are literally sexually empowered. There's so many things about this lifestyle that is just so incredible for women. And I have spoken about that on previous episodes. But yes, women are slutty in this kind of relationship. I mean, in a safe and logical, realistic kind of way. But that is something to admire. That is something to love within your partner. That is something to celebrate that side of her. So let's change the meaning of that word too. Slut. <laughs> okay, the next thing I'm going to talk about is this idea that there's nothing in it for him. A lot of people, when they think about cuckolding relationships, or I explain to them what it is, they're like, wait a minute. So you get to have sex with other guys, and he doesn't. <laughs> Especially find this on, on um, like dating apps and stuff like that when I'm trying to explain it to a guy. And he's like, wait a minute. So you get to fuck other guys, but I don't? Like, that's so unfair. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you don't get it. <laughs> but there's this like idea, this misconception that this it's completely one-sided. And it is in some ways in your mind. But in reality, um, there is so much in it for him. And I think that what it is, is that people see, they view the sex that she's having between, you know, her and her bull as her sex, like literally only for her. And so they picture that as like the sex life completely. So she's fucking someone else. 
So there must not be any sex life for her and her husband or boyfriend. And that's like, okay, (laughs) you totally don't get it. (laughs) What they don't understand is that the entire process of her finding, selecting, getting ready for, enjoying, fucking them is with her husband involved in some way, even if he's just in the back of her mind at some times or, you know, hears about it afterwards or whatever, like she's always involving him in some way. The the actual sex with her is fairly insignificant. The cuckolding dynamic that they share together is their sex life. So that's what the part that people have a hard time wrapping their brain around. It's like, okay, that sex life is the actual part that is the the teasing slash humiliation. It's the fun little getting ready, picking out an outfit, you know, hearing about it afterwards, maybe getting a video, like teasing, like talking about it and just like all of those, maybe even clean up, like all of those really intimate, fun, sexy, hot as fuck moments. That is their sex life. (laughs) So I think people, when they think about cuckolding, all they think about is her fucking some guy and him not being involved. And it's kind of just a teaching process where you have to kind of educate people into like understanding that there's so much more to it. And that's, again, a big reason why I started writing about um, cuckolding on my blog like five years ago. And then this year talking about it on a podcast is because I feel like so many people don't understand that there's so many layers to this. It's so much more complex and emotional and and complete than they think. They they have this idea in their brain that's very simple and completely lacking of what it really is. <laughs> so it's just a matter of educating people. There is so much in it for him. And another thing that I think sets cuckolding completely apart from non-monogamous relationships that are equal and open on both sides, like swinging relationships, is that in swinging relationships, it's almost like there's this kind of trade-off going on. It's like, I'll give you something, but you have to give me something too. So, so you can play with that other person, but I have to be able to play with this other person. Like it's always half, it, there has to be this kind of equity there. And um, within cuckolding, that's not a concern because the cuck is getting so much out of this relationship. Like for cucks, the rush of sexual energy or cuck angst is everything that he needs and wants to feel sexually satisfied. And in that way, it is equal to how sexually satisfied his wife is. Like they're both getting so much out of it. It's, it's amazing. Okay. The next thing I want to talk about is people just assume that with cuckolding, he is watching her. Like I think, and that was my first um, kind of exposure to cuckolding. I was watching some show about these like gigolos in Las Vegas, <laughs> some weird ass show. <laughs> and like one of them was hired to fuck this guy's wife while he watched. And so, and and I heard that word cuckolding. So I was like, oh, I guess that's what it is. Like you just watch the person. <laughs> And so I think that, and within porn, that's exactly the storyline is that the guy is like watching. So I think that um, 
it's, you know, understandable that this is a common stereotype within cuckolding that, you know, it's all about watching. Um, but that's only one part of it because there's so much more to it. And it's kind of a shame that the common definition is so limiting because like with that caller um, earlier who talked, who was asking about like being there about watching it, like, do I like that versus um, him not being there? Every cuckold just that I have talked to has always said, you know, it's, it's, it's likely a version of both. Like sometimes he's there, sometimes he's not. There's just so many different ways that you can do it. And it's literally, it's not always him there, (laughs) especially if it's a long distance relationship initially before you can, you know, move in together. If it's long distance, then you're just like, it's, he's not going to be there every time you have to get creative. You got to involve him in, in different ways. And sometimes that's a lot of involvement, like being on the phone or watching by video or whatever, or very little involvement and just him hearing a little bit about it afterwards or just a few little details or maybe the next day a little comment about it or something like that. So yeah, there's so much more to cuckolding than just him watching her. Okay, it's time to wrap up this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Like I mentioned before, I would love to hear from you. So if you go to venuscuckoldress.com, not only can you subscribe to the podcast there, but you can click the Ask Venus tab and just submit a quick little voice question, comment, or feedback for me. I would absolutely love to have that. And make sure you go to savagelovecast.com to check out the Savage Lovecast episode 722 uh, to listen to the episode I did with Dan Savage about cuckolding and make sure that you click on the Magnum episode. Okay, you can always find me on Twitter at at V. I'm also on Instagram at Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. And if you'd like to uh, join me on one of these fun pillow talks that uh, we've got going on, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash Venus Cuckoldress. And uh, if you become a Patreon subscriber to support the podcast, then you'll be able to register. So thank you so much for joining me today and we'll see you next time. believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast. And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group. Weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.